بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم سعيد الذين تجنبوا سبل الردى وتيمموا لمنازل الرضوان فهم الذين قد اخلصوا في مشيهم متشرعين بشرعة الإيمان بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين الصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم Assalamu alaikum dear brothers and sisters and welcome back to our series on the poem As-Sayru ila Allah wa-Daril Akhirah The path of the journey to Allah and the home of the hereafter by the great scholar Imam As-Sa'di Rahimuhullah Today insha'Allah we'd like to take the introduction and the first few lines bi-ithnillahi ta'ala the Shaykh Rahimuhullah in his commentary on his own poem, Ad-Durratul Fakhirah, he said Rahimuhullah in his introduction to his commentary on the poem, Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen, Wassalatu Wassalamu Ala Muhammadin, Wa Alihi Wa Sahbihi Ajma'een, Hatha Ta'alikun Latifun Ala Manzumati Fissayri Ila Allahi Wa Daril Akhirah. After the Shaykh began by praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending peace and blessings upon the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and upon his family, companions and followers, he said, rahimuhullah, these are some brief but beneficial comments on my poem regarding the journey to Allah and the home of the hereafter, explaining its meanings and clarifying its evidences. This poem encapsulates the main stations or manazil for the wayfarers to Allah or those traveling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which should lead them to the gardens of the light in other words paradise and its delight and to the closeness of our Lord Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the giving, the generous, the kind should also safeguard them from the torment of the hellfire and from the anguish of being veiled from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by his favor and grace that he caused this work to be purely for his face and for drawing closer to him. So we see my dear brothers and sisters in this introduction that the Shaykh rahimuhullah will only be commenting and adding to his poem briefly and in a concise manner explaining and clarifying the meanings of this short work. And he further tells us that this poem tells us the main stations, the main qualities and characteristics we need to attain on our journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which should lead us to the gardens of delight, to paradise and its delights and to bring us closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and therefore it should safeguard us from hellfire and all that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not pleased with. And he finished off by making dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this work, to make this brief commentary purely for his sake. The Shaykh then moves on to speaking about what we first need on the onset of our journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that is the awakening, to wake up, to realize why we are created and that is ibadah, to worship Allah alone subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in his commentary, he had a section on the awakening by saying, Realize that what is intended by worship or ibadah is to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. By knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, ma'rifatuhu, knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And his mahabbah, 
having love of him and to continually and regularly return to him in repentance and by traveling upon the path that leads to Darul Salam that leads to the abode of eternal peace then the Sheikh says Rahimahullah that most people are overwhelmed by their sensual pleasures and are subjugated by their whims and desires and habits they give no importance to this matter at all nor attempt to make it their basis meaning this matter of knowing Allah and serving Allah and loving Allah and worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and turning to Allah and taking the path that leads to Jannah he continues rahimahullah by saying that they give this matter on the contrary or quite the opposite they turn away from worship and instead preoccupy or busy themselves with their whims and desires they abandon it and instead dedicate themselves to their worldly pursuits they do not prevent themselves in order to make up for the time they have squandered so in their ignorance and oppression they are confused with their soul's desires they are diverted from being devoted to Allah concerning their Lord's remembrance they are heedless in their religious practice they are remiss and in the drunken love of their habits they blindly wander and the Sheikh mentioned the ayah Nasullaha fa'ansahum anfusahum ula'ika humul fasikun those who forgot Allah so he caused them to forget their own selves such are the corrupt ones Surah Al-Hashr Surah 59 Ayah 19 the Sheikh then continues to say Rahimahullah none take heed of this dire neglect and this enormous calamity except for the few who possess intelligence and nobility they realize that the greatest loss lies in being preoccupied with that which produces nothing for its dua except utter destruction or ruin and misery therefore they prefer the perfect to the imperfect they trade the temporary for the eternal and they bear the burden of legal responsibility taklif in other words and worship until it becomes a source of delight for them and a part of their very nature by which they become leaders so listen attentively to their description and seek the help of Allah in adorning yourselves with their traits now my dear brothers and sisters in this section on worship or the awakening the Sheikh mentions the intent of ibadah and that is to serve Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by knowing him loving him and continuously returning to him subhanahu wa ta'ala in repentance and by traveling upon the path which leads to Jannah my dear brothers and sisters Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he created us to worship him alone and that's the purpose of our life as he tells us and I meaning Allah created jinn and mankind for the sole reason to worship me alone we are created to worship Allah alone subhanahu wa ta'ala that is our purpose of life and we have to know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then the Sheikh tells us that most people are overcome by following their whims and desires and therefore they give no importance to the worship of Allah the main purpose of their life to know Allah and to recognize Allah and acknowledge his most beautiful names and most beautiful attributes they abandon this great purpose and therefore dedicate their lives to just fulfilling their whims and desires and worldly pursuits 
They waste their time and preoccupy themselves with things which will not benefit them in the next world. And they are heedless of the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in worshipping Allah. Therefore they are lost and wandering blindly. While the true believer is aware of his purpose. The one who has intelligence and nobility, he realizes how great of a loss it is to be preoccupied or to waste time in useless pursuits. Therefore, they fulfill their purpose of worshipping Allah alone. They have great aims and ambitions. They prefer the eternal life of Jannah and work for it. And do not let this temporary life get in the way of their eternal life. And therefore, in them preferring to work for the hereafter, they take their worship of Allah seriously. By learning about Allah, by learning about Islam, by learning the Quran, by learning the Sunnah, by being sincere, by practicing their religion, and therefore they are successful in this world and the next. Now before the Shaykh begins commenting on the first line of his poem, he says something very important, and we have to keep this in mind when studying this text and when studying anything of benefit, and that is we have to listen attentively. And this is why the Sheikh tells us to listen attentively to the description of those who are journeying into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in adorning yourself with these traits and qualities. So we have to listen carefully to this description and then ask Allah to adorn us, to bless us with these beautiful and beneficial traits. So after beginning with Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, the Sheikh said, Rahimuhullah, in line number one or verse number one, سعيد الذين تجنبوا سبل الردى وتيمموا لمنازل الرضوان Happy are those who avoid the lowly destructive paths aiming or intending for the stations that lead to Allah's pleasure. The Sheikh says in his commentary, Rahimuhullah, this is the foundation of their path in that they avoid the paths of spiritual loss and anguish and intend the paths of Allah's good pleasure. They avoid the paths of shaitan or Satan and intend to be worshippers of the most merciful. They avoid the paths of the blazing fire and intend the paths of eternal bliss. They abandon evil and do good. They keep their hearts, tongues and limbs away from the prohibited and evil actions and instead busy themselves with the obligatory and praiseworthy actions. They adorn themselves with beautiful character and purge themselves or rid themselves of all reprehensible traits. So my dear brothers and sisters, this is the foundation of the one who is traveling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the essence of their way. They leave off all the paths leading to loss, number one. And number two, they seek the path that pleases Allah. So they refrain, they keep away, they avoid the paths that lead to the hellfire and they tread or they travel on the path of good deeds, on the path that leads to Jannah. In other words, they leave off sin, they avoid sins and the reprehensible actions and they perform the virtuous legislated actions and deeds, the praiseworthy actions, that which is obligatory and recommended according to Islam. Now someone may ask, what is this path? What is this path that is pleasing to Allah? My dear brothers and sisters, this path is the path we ask for daily in our prayers in Surah Al-Fatiha, which we recite at least 17 times a day in our five daily prayers. This is the Sirat Al-Mustaqim, the straight, upright path. It is the path of Tawheed, of the true worship of Allah alone, subhanahu wa ta'ala and the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa This is the path. This is the path of being sincere 
in following the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says, اِتَّبِعُوا مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَيْكُمْ مِنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَلَا تَتَّبِعُوا مِنْ دُونِهِ أَوْلِيَاءِ Follow what has been sent down unto you from your Lord, meaning follow the Qur'an and Sunnah, and follow not any awliya or protectors and helpers besides him, meaning besides Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear brothers and sisters, to summarize this line or verse, we have to avoid, keep away from all things and all paths that will lead us to destruction and loss and that which will pollute us and destroy us as individuals from the evil beliefs, sayings and actions and that we have to adorn and decorate ourselves with the good actions as has been legislated in the Quran and Sunnah. We ask Allah to adorn us with the best of qualities that which will benefit us in this world and the next. The Sheikh then continues to say in line number two, فَهُمُ الَّذِينَ قَدْ أَخْلَصُوا فِي مَشِيهِمْ مُتَشَرِّعِينَ بِشِرْعَةِ الْإِيمَانِ Those who journey with the utmost sincerity following the legislation by which faith is measured or they are the ones who are sincere in traversing the path whilst fulfilling the legislation of Iman, of true faith. And Shaykh Rahimahullah tells us in this line or verse about two important principles. And they are Al-Ikhlas and Al-Mutaba'ah. And these two principles, meaning sincerity and conformity, are the prerequisites for every act of worship, inward or outward, to be valid. Every act that is not done intending the face of Allah is futile. And every act that does not conform to the Sunnah of Allah's Messenger وسلم, is rejected. It is only when an action combines sincerity for the one being worshipped, which means intending to seek the face of Allah when performing the action and conformity with the messenger by doing those actions that have been prescribed and legislated, then an action becomes acceptable. So my dear brothers and sisters, we know Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He created us to worship Him alone. But this worship must fulfill two conditions. And they are sincerity, ikhlas in other words. And this action that we do must be in line with what the Prophet ﷺ brought. Meaning must be in accordance and in agreement and conformity with the Qur'an and Sunnah. So we have to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely. And as Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah, he described worship as a comprehensive term encompassing everything that Allah loves and is pleased with. From statements and actions, whether these actions are internal actions or external actions. So my dear brothers and sisters, an action that is not done for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be rejected. And likewise, an action which is not done in accordance with the sunnah, in accordance with what the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam came with, meaning the Quran and sunnah, it will be rejected as well. And this has been discussed previously in many of our lessons. Walhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. And with that, we conclude today's lesson, summarizing what we took today in that those who are traveling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the hereafter have to avoid the destructive paths, the bad actions and characteristics that may lead them to hell. And then they have to decorate and adorn and perform the actions which earn Allah's pleasure, those actions which are prescribed in the Quran and Sunnah. These acts of worship, for them to be accepted, they have to be done sincerely for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and also in conformity or in accordance with what the Prophet sallallahu came with and that is the Quran and Sunnah. We ask Allah to make us from those who are sincere 
in belief, sayings and actions. Wallahu a'lam wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. سعيد الذين تجنبوا سبل الردى وتيمموا لمنازل الرضوان فهم الذين قد اخلصوا في مشيهم متشرعين بشرعة الإيمان